This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the mayor. Yo, 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 it's ODB, our lifestyle podcast. And we want to remind you that Bayou Showdown is going down later this year in Slidell, Louisiana at the Harbor Center. That's 100 Harbor Center Boulevard, again, in Slidell, Louisiana. Bayou Showdown is November 20th and 21st. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving, so get on out and support the scene, including Custom Car Show Productions in conjunction with Mr. Sean Randall. Bayou Showdown, November 20th and 21st, Slidell, Louisiana. Check that hashtag, Bayou Showdown, or Facebook, Bayou Showdown, for more information. Yo, 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 it's our lifestyle podcast, a.k.a. OLP, coming at you with episode 246, nearing in on our milestone episode 250. We started just under six years ago, getting ready to celebrate the sixth anniversary. Never in my wildest dreams that I think we would get to this point with so many of folks that we've had on, good people, kinfolk, if you will. And uh, again, we're nearing in on that 250. Now, at the top, you did hear the advertisement for Bayou Showdown. Want to just remind everyone that's the weekend before Thanksgiving. If you can make it out to Slidell, Louisiana, search Bayou Showdown on Facebook for more. We're coming off a very tough episode for us. Rest in peace again to our homie, Greg Miller. Gone but not forgotten. We spent a lot of time going through and remembering our friend, one a great thing that I've seen over the past week, his awesome daughter, Lauren, she has posted. I know people have been asking. I'm not quite sure why people would even question this, but uh, she said, hey, the legacy will continue with the shows. She's been her, her pops' right hand for a while, hustling, learning as much as she can. And there's no doubt, there was never a doubt in my mind that the custom car show production events will steam forward, and uh, that includes Orange Beach Invasion and all of the shows, including Scrape. And so, much more to come on that as we continue forward. Now, on this episode, you you haven't heard Biggity Mike. He's he's not trying to jump in here because, well, based upon the planning that we're doing and just trying to get through these next few episodes, I'm going to handle. It looks like the majority of this one myself. We're going to continue mixing things up a little bit here. Uh, We'll cut away to some audio to talk um, about Courtney Hallowell on this episode. Now, basically, want to kind of reinforce that with this episode, we are celebrating the life of Courtney Hallowell, also known as Tito. He was a uh, founding member of Negative Camber, and his unfortunate passing at a very young age was July 21st of 2011. This is really uh, the 10th anniversary of his passing, and we wanted to take uh, a moment and talk a little bit about him, and we will do that on this episode. Now, we um, in just a few minutes, we're going to actually link up with David Magotti, former guest, and Mrs. Hallowell 
also a previous guest. She was on about a little under six years ago in the early days. I think it was episode 15. David was on a little bit, uh, of course, years later. And uh, it's great that we can sit down with Mrs. Hallowell and talk a little bit about her son's legacy. And then, of course, David is doing some amazing things to raise money for the Courtney Hallowell Foundation. You can go on Facebook and and search uh, Courtney Hallowell Foundation, and uh, you'll see the Courtney Hallowell Memorial Scholarship Fund. We'll talk a little bit more about that here as we proceed. Now, the overview of this episode is brought to you by our family at Graphics Mafia. If you're in the need for stickers or a little bit of design work, wraps on a vehicle, you name it, hit up Graphics Mafia. That's graphics with an X, mafia.com. They're on TikTok, they're on Facebook, they're on Instagram, they're on those major platforms. You can reach out to Buddy or Ryan and they will hook you up. They'll do the best they can. they got great customer service. They'll deliver to a show if they have to. I know uh, DJ Mays, uh, Dizzy from the Spark Show, a lot of these guys have continued to use the good kinfolk at Graphics Mafia. Now, before we jump into the scene updates here, I'm going to talk a little bit about Courtney before we call those guys. Um, I wanted to reinforce that the next two key shows under our, uh, you know, under our watch, number one is Down for Dennis. So Down for Dennis is in West Virginia, and that is the weekend of August 7th, okay? So August 7th, it's a memorial truck and car show. We are going to try to have, hopefully, Daryl and or Nikki on next week to talk a little bit about it. We've had them on in the past. We've also had them on as guests. But down for Dennis, that's down, number four, Dennis. That's going down August 7th in Princeton, West Virginia. Additionally, the weekend after that, one of our favorite shows is The Spark Show. It's on Facebook. It's on Instagram. And that is August 13th through the 15th. That's Sevierville, Tennessee. Take out your phone. Check Google Maps. Click on the little microphone. Say Sevierville, Tennessee. Boom. See how long the drive is. They've got um, a lot going down at this awesome event. Weather's always great. Usually a little bit hot, obviously in the summer. But it's a great town, so we're T-minus four weeks for the Spark Show. All right, so the scene updates, we're going to just really start with Courtney. So Courtney Hallowell is one of, if not the most beloved guy in the mini truck community, really, and it spans through all of the automotive uh, different scenes and, and genres, if you will. If you're a mini trucker, you best know the name Courtney Hallowell. He, of course, wrote under the name Wyatt Strange for um, a good bit in Mini Trucking Magazine. And I know, I believe it was Clint Walker and possibly a few others that also wrote under that moniker. Now, if you Google Courtney Hallowell, you're going to see on Legacy.com, there is his obituary. And it goes on to say that Tito was born August 24th, 1968, and he passed, unfortunately, at a young age, July 21st, 2011, as I had mentioned earlier. Courtney, it says, quote, was a gentle man with a huge heart who touched the life of everyone he met. Courtney grew up in La Mesa, El Cajon, and Santee. He attended Santana High School and Grossmont Junior College. Courtney won the William F. Gill Photography Award for Grossmont Union High School District in 86. 
his senior year. He was a founding member, as many of you know, of Negative Camber in Santee, a truck club, it says, with international chapters today. Photography and anything with wheels, gears, and speed, be it stock, classic, or custom, was a passion of his. Courtney was a well-respected photographer, journalist, tech writer, and editor for publications such as Truckin', Mini Truckin', Trucks, Street Tropper, Hot Bikes, Baggers, World of Rods, Muscle Car Power and Drive. Regardless of his tremendous regard within the industry, Courtney would simply say, quote, I'm a guy with a camera, end quote. This was his humble nature. He found his life's passion and fully loved his life. So, you know, we thought that it was very fitting. We've talked about Courtney throughout the years because so many guests that come on, I mean, we've had people say, man, he changed their life. And just so many people that were club mates or close friends of his. And we, you know, we felt that this was fitting to go ahead and honor the legacy of Courtney Hallowell, again, a respected guy within the truck scene. Now, he broke into the publication industry at a fairly young age. In fact, when we had Brian McCormick on, also known as BMC to you on Instagram, he spoke about those early days at the magazine. They kind of started around the same time. I know, I think Brian maybe eclipsed him just a little bit uh, based upon the timeline I understand, but it was shortly after that Courtney and those guys, of course, forged a great relationship. They went on to work um, you know, with Brian under that publication, uh, McMullen Argus, uh, doing the truck in classic trucks and some of those publications he helped start. But, you know, Courtney did a lot there. And then they went on to, of course, work at street trucks and then some of this, uh, another smaller publication before they branched out to, of course, street trucks magazine. Now, Courtney, in my words, you know, he lived an amazing life traveling, meeting people, doing what he loved most, shooting photos, as we kind of saw in his uh, obituary of everything automotive, minis, motorcycles, full-size trucks, cars, you name it. Courtney shot it. If you want to see his work, tap or enter the hashtag RIP Courtney Hallowell on Instagram. We've done our best to kind of curate all of his work over the years, including any of his photography work or photos that folks have shared with us. We always give photo credit um, from different shows. Now, an amazing man like Courtney leaves behind, of course, an amazing legacy. And his mother, who I refer to as Mrs. Hallowell, is keeping his legacy alive, as she had talked about six years or so ago when we had her on, about five and a half years ago. She's keeping the legacy alive with the Courtney Hallowell Foundation. Now, what I'd like to do is go ahead and bring in Mrs. Hallowell to talk about her son's legacy, and then we will also talk with David McGaughty which is really important because he's doing some really great things to help said foundation. Hey, hey, as I mentioned, we're going to transition in here to uh, our guests for this portion, Courtney uh, Hallowell's mother, Mrs. Hallowell, and David Bugatti. Uh, Mrs. Hallowell, how are you? I'm good. I'm hot It's out here today, hot and humid, but otherwise I'm wonderful. Thanks. I know, right? Yeah, it's been hot over here in Florida as well. No problem. And David, hey, thanks for coming on, both of you guys again. But David, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing well, sir. Uh, it's raining here in Tennessee. It's only about 75 with 
about 70% humidity, so we're good. <laughs> Come on, don't rub it in, man. <laughs> yeah, really. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? At least it's not 130 here. I've seen some of these temperatures. I thought it was like a, a fake thing in some of these states. I was like, wow, that's too hot. But uh, at least we have some water to cool us off if we need some. But, um, um, you know, Mrs. Hollowell, we wanted to, you know, um, you know, again, send our condolences like we always do. We're coming up on... Uh, the 10th anniversary of Courtney's passing. And um, we just wanted to say thanks for, you know, you've continued to, to carry on his legacy. And I know that's not always an easy thing, but you do a really great job at that. Well, thank you. I, I, I appreciate that so much. And I, I try to do it because of the way that we were all raised about do good work. You know, my, that was something my dad told us, go do good work. And, and you try to, to carry that forward and and teach your children to be cognizant of their surroundings and people who may need help just go you know go be helpful go do good work and so i thought well i can i can take that and apply it in this case because with the scholarships it's it gives some person out there who may not have the ability to go to college if they don't have the extra little boost or they didn't want to go to college but they wanted to get into a trade school or something i just thought it was appropriate that's the best way i could think of to continue to honor that family legacy of go do good work so um i'm always so proud of the kids that 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 get the award and and go on they come back and tell me oh my gosh this happened or or I got two welding certificates and I have a girlfriend and it's, it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm often just overwhelmed by the difference that that scholarship made in somebody's life. So thank you for that. Thank you for everybody out there who supports it via whatever channel Dave has been fabulous and, and being creative and Finding ways, James Penwell, Brian, um, with the skate decks. I'll, I'll let Dave talk about that more, but um, every every bit helps, and and it helps secure not just this year's scholarship, but then like already going into next year, so that it just eases the burden financially of making sure that 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 scholarship is available. Yeah, absolutely, and I think some of what you've done is help pave the way for other, you know, tragedies that have happened. Like for instance, Lori Starling, he was a negative camera member, as you know, from Australia and he left the world, unfortunately at a very young age. Um, and yeah. we, you know, we had his brother on a great guy and some of the stuff that you guys have been able to do to, to, you know, one memorialize Courtney, but also like you said, help others. It, it's just, it's just an awesome thing. So thank you so much. Oh, it's uh, it's my honor and privilege. And yes, the Starlings have done a beautiful job in honoring Lori with the same type of thing where, you know, the award and there's a financial mm-hmm. portion to that, which, you know, when you're young and you've got a lot of responsibilities and a lot of things you want to accomplish. Yeah. Every, sometimes 20 bucks makes a difference. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so I'm 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 grateful to be able to do it, but it's with the help of everybody who supports through pins and skate decks and magazine, whatever it is, t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I love it. And 
and we'll talk, David, in just a moment about uh, what you, you what you're doing. One thing I wanted to mention, Mrs. Hollowell, was we came out of the gate kind of swinging this year, and we had um, Alex Hu on, right? So everyone knows Alex, a great guy, and he had been on our list for a while. I kind of go back many years of seeing him at shows and just you know always slapping hands and just a good dude. But one of the things that he said, and we've heard this from other people as well, but he he said Courtney changed my life, right? And we've heard people say just amazing, awesome things. And I think it's a testament to, you know, what you mentioned earlier, the upbringing and things like that. But um, it's got to just leave you, uh, you know, a good feeling in your heart to know that he literally, I don't know one single person in this mini truck scene or community that's impacted more people than your son. I agree 100%. Wow. Well, I, I, you know, I'm prejudiced as his mother, <laughs> although I will tell you that nobody loved to get under my skin more than my son. He would, he and I would go at it and, and that was just, he just loved to get me and, and I gave it right back. And, and that was kind of our thing, but um, to, just to hear people say that and to still have people come up to me and say, I loved your son. It just, it, I, I, there's just not enough words of gratitude to know that that's the legacy that he left and that, you know, it's something to aspire to. I mean, I, I'm, I have gratitude in my heart every day for every kind word that's ever been said. Uh, and, and it, it, I don't know, I'm just touched really oh, always 10 years in, <laughs> it seems like yesterday and it seems like forever. You know, Absolutely. and so it's, I, you know, it, yeah, I can't, I'm stunned that this on the 21st, it'll be 10 years. I know. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, here's a little story. The other day I was going through, you know, I had a hard time getting rid of a lot of Courtney stuff. Mm -hmm. So I, I shoved a lot of it into storage and then I put some boxes that I needed to go through in my house. And I was going through one of those boxes and I found two canisters of film and I thought, I'll just take these to CVS and see if there's anything on them. And it was pictures. Uh, and I don't know if it was David Chappelle and um, the captain, Kevin <laughs> Kunze that, that helped Courtney. He found this frame, old truck frame or car frame buried in a lot somewhere and you know how my kid could charm you into doing anything. <laughs> so he got them engaged and they went out and dug this frame out of this lot and put it on a, a trailer. And when I got one of the uh, rolls of film back, it's that vehicle on the trailer parked on the cul-de-sac where my dad lived and it's Courtney and my father, his grandfather standing over that thing, laughing and smiling. And I <laughs> thought that is the greatest gift I could get after 10 years wow. is a picture <laughs> of those two together. Oh, and no, nobody's ever seen it cause I haven't seen it. So I was going to post it on the 21st and go, Here, here's a picture. Nobody's seen of uh, Courtney's wow. grandpa and Courtney together. So yeah, uh, little gifts, little gifts, out of nowhere. So yeah. I, yeah, very touched by that. Yeah. His legacy continues to keep giving. And that's the one cool thing, even with the technology that we have, you know, sometimes you come across an old roll of film that the youngins today would be like, what is this? Right. But 
you know, luckily we're able to take that to like a CVS and, and be able to see those memories. That's definitely important. So yeah, yeah, we definitely appreciate you sharing that. Oh my God. It was just so impactful. And I'm like, of all the things that could be on this roll of film, these are the treasures that are irreplaceable. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, it's like an old rotary phone. Nobody knows what the heck. It's like, how do I use this thing? <laughs> like, right. what is this? It's called film, and people used to use it to take pictures. <laughs> right. I mean, we used it for like, I forget when the first photo was taken, but let's just say 100, 150 years. I mean, that's the way photos were. And then, you know, here comes cell phones with cameras, and it's like the world changed. But yeah, yeah. It, it is It is kind of crazy. And, you yeah. know, David, I wanted to kind of, you know, obviously Mrs. Hollowell, she, she had alluded a moment ago, but... You know, when we had you on before, we talked a lot about, you know, we're, you know you're kind of upbringing in the scene on the West Coast and whatnot, but it's got to be a good feeling for you to do, uh, to be doing what you're doing today. But just talk to us a little bit about some of the contributions and the pins and some of these skate decks that you guys have recently released. Well, as far as the pins and stuff, you know, I, I wanted to do something long-term that would allow us to, to generate, you know, funds to continue this, this, our efforts and for her to be able to, to do these scholarships. And I thought, you know, right now the pin, pin thing is kind of, kind of hot. And mm-hmm. I just figured, you know, I, I talked it over with her and I, you know, uh, James Penwell at Naked City Pin Garage, he mm-hmm. was already, already doing his thing. So I got with him and he was more than happy to, to come on board and, and help us create a pin series. And, you know, we're, we're getting ready to launch the sixth pin here uh, next next week, I believe. It should be in hand. Um, is that know, the uh, year one? What's that, Mama? Is that the tenth year? Or yeah, the tenth ten year pin. Yep, that's the Tito bottle ten oh. year pin. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. I'm seeing that on your Facebook. You can type in David Magadi M C A U G H T Y, and uh, you'll see that a, a ten year toast, 2011 to 2021. Of course, Tito's yeah, so. Simple Man Edition. I love that one. I yeah. <laughs> Now, yeah, um, talk to us a little bit about the camera that you recently did, right, on the pin, the tie-in to the whole NC, but then Tito listed on it. I mean, obviously, I know there's that little story that goes behind that specific camera. Yeah, that I, I wanted to do a camera, and <clears throat> I started talking to a couple of people. I asked, asked Mama, you know, about it, and she put me in contact with, with Sunshine Armstrong and Ronnie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she still has his camera. So I, I contacted her and told her what I was doing. And, uh, she was, she obliged and, and took a bunch of pictures of his camera for me and sent them to me. And we were able to, to decide on one. And then I got with, with, uh, with James and we, uh, we tweaked it a little bit. I got with Mike Peters and, and got his blessing to use the negative camber mm-hmm. uh, logo on the you know on the bottom, mm-hmm. and uh, they did a they did a club vote, and uh, they you know they were they gave us their blessing to to run with it, and it's been uh, it's been a great pin, you know. Yeah, and shout out to all the negative camber members for allowing that. That's great. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the it's Courtney's camera. Yeah, and on the lens cap it says Tito. And then down on the bottom where the button was is where the NC logo is. So the right. whole thing is really tied to what Courtney did for a living. So it's absolutely, it, it's, it was very emotional when I opened the package and saw it. It's like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and it ties in. I, I haven't had a lot of cameras over the years, but it looks like one of those cannons. I think he always shot with that. It has the EOS on it. And obviously, there's been over the years a few photos that I've just really always loved of Courtney holding the camera. And uh, I think there was one taken at, uh, there was a show called uh, Gator Drag, I think. And it's him taking a photo, but someone takes a photo of him as he's taking a photo. Yeah. And those are yeah. really cool pictures. Yeah. That's good stuff. I, th- I think there was even yeah. one they had, like, one of the little alligator um, mouths, you know, how they sell those. And, like, he took a f- someone took a photo through that or something. It was a really neat one. But, yeah, David, so, um, you know, we've seen you at shows like Southeast Mini Nats, one of our favorite shows. And, you know, when we slap hands, you know, you'll have the pins. Um, how would someone go about purchasing those or these skate decks? Do they just, like, look you up on Facebook? Is that the easiest way? I mean, it is for the most part. Um yeah, there's no there's no website currently. You know that that could, that could change, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, they can they can find me on on Facebook and uh, hit me up, send me a message. They, I can put them in contact with Brian at at Lone Star mm-hmm. Barrels for the skate decks, or you know, and I'm I'm overseeing all of the pin sales. You know, they come in through through PayPal, and you know, we we mail them out and and do all that. So that. We're happy to do it over here on our end. Excellent. You know, it's a it's a labor of love. So. Oh yeah. Can I suggest, Dave, if you spell your name because it's it's, it's McAuty. So if you could spell it, maybe that would help people find you. Yeah, it's it's Dave McAuty M C A U G H T Y. Excellent. That's like the R S T R S T L N E on Wheel of Fortune, right? It's a given. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's a good one. But um, um, Mrs. Hollowell, one one thing you know, when I think about we we've been in talks with Bob Hayes the last couple of years, and and this year we were able to become a part of the the Mini Truck Hall of Fame, and we were oh, so cool. oh, thank you so much. We you know we were so excited for that because you know we got a passion for this, and obviously Courtney did as well. But um, talk to us how you know the feeling that you have with with the Mini Truck Hall of Fame, the Courtney Hollowell Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, that's a yearly thing. Obviously, last year was a little thrown off because of COVID, but that's right. just got to be a good feeling for you know you to to be able to know that his name is carrying on and and kind of honoring other folks as well. Yeah, there's a lot of different categories, and after Courtney passed, and and Bob Hayes is another person who's been involved in the mini trucking scene forever. And, you know, there are guys who just, it's like, if you say Fester, everybody goes, oh my God, Fester, (laughs) you know, and uh, Pinky is another, but oh my God, Pinky. Mm -hmm. And it was nice to finally meet all these people um, over time. They're all lovely. They all love mini trucking and obviously have for years and years. So when Bob approached and said, I want to do this mini trucking hall of fame thing before SEMA and he said, we want to name one of the awards, a Lifetime Achievement Award after Courtney. And I went, oh, my God, thank you so much. I don't know what to say. And he goes, well, you, you know, there's a ring. And I go, oh, 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 like he's in the Hall of Fame, really. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and, and the first year, this is how naive I was. The first year, it's at a place called Hogs and Heifers, right? <laughs> right. Uh, off Fremont. And I thought it was like a rib joint. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, 
okay, they probably serve pork sandwiches and like, you know, ribs or something like that. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> it's, it's not even that at all. And I was just like, Oh my God, where am I? So, you know, that was kind of, I, I, I thought it was really funny what, what my expectation was and what <laughs> hogs and heifers really was. Yeah. So yeah, the hog is a Harley and the heifers is, you all can figure that out for yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you find out freaks of nature hosts like the pre party as they call it. You know, Shannon likes to remind me, Hey, that's hosted by freaks of nature. I'm like, yep, got it. And then, then yeah. you're like, Oh, okay. It makes a little bit more sense. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, it, it, not never too old to learn something new and that was my something new that year so it's like oh note to self dress down next year <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely that's where i had the honor of meeting you and i threw up the st you threw up the nc and we you know had that little famous photo and i'll have to reshare that one but that was cool that you were a good sport about that yeah was that the snow co- we, what do we do the, uh, I don't, yeah i think i, I did remember. the half diamond and then you did the, you go well i'm gonna do the nc and i was like i'm gonna do the diamond so you know with yeah. courtney obviously having love for for both camps you know then that that was legit you know <laughs> you know what and that that just defines my son he didn't care what club you were in he was just passionate about the build and the person building it and and you know he i don't think he ever met a stranger i really don't so he just he just got excited about everybody and meeting everybody and hanging out with everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, over the years when I've kind of looked for different photos, I always um, come across the one where he's smiling and he has his hat on backwards and he's showing his driver's license and he's smiling. Yeah. And it was like I always wondered. I was like, man, there's got to be a story to that. And it made me think like you just see the smile on his face and he just was, he probably just got his license renewed or got a, you know, he, he maybe was like, Oh, I got a good photo or something. And he no, just, you know what it was? Uh-huh. He got, he got his motorcycle. Like that's him uh, getting his motorcycle, his class yeah. seat so he could ride his, his Harley. That's uh, the one. Yep. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. See, it made yeah. me think like, you know, he, he often had a smile on his face and Ronnie, as you had mentioned, um, I got a lot of respect for, you know, him with the whole flat out, uh, DVD and, and sunshine. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. And he released some behind the scenes. Like, you know, he's got a lot of good content cause he was arguably one of the first guys that delved into, uh, that video stuff in the late nineties, early two thousands. And on, um, I know on Instagram, he shared, uh, some of the behind the scenes stuff. And it's like Courtney doing photo shoots. I think one of them was like NC ducks truck and stuff like that. But it's, yeah. it's, it's awesome to me to see because every time we see that or we see photos, like he had this smile that really, you know, you couldn't put a value on that smile. That's just the way he lived life. It, it really is. And I, I also want to kind of circle back and give a shout out to Brian Frost because the photo that you referred to, like through the gator's mouth where mm-hmm. Courtney's pointing his finger, oh, yes. that's, that's Brian Frost's photo. And I, he never gets enough credit for that. So uh, that's SoCalCustoms.com. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah, good old yeah. Brian. And he, he he just labeled it motivational poster. This is all the motivation yes. you need. <laughs> yep. Yes, yeah, that's became like that. That meme itself is one of my favorites. Someone made it into one of those little meme things, and we've shared that one a couple times. We'll have to do that again. But yeah, uh, I know his roots go so deep, and and you know, with Alex, I know Alex may have been referring. He, you know, we talked a, a lot, and I'm trying to think of some of the other guests, but like this year. We put Sal, I think I'm saying it right, Sal Marchese's truck, we put it on a shirt. And I always loved that truck. It was on the cover of December of um, 95 Trucking. But Courtney did that photo shoot. And one of the things I had mentioned to the 
listeners earlier was we always try to hashtag RIP Courtney Hallowell for anything that's a photo related to him or his works, right? Because he had so many photo shoots. And, um, you know, we try to do that because we want people to go be able to tap on that through Instagram or Facebook and see all that content. But wow, I mean, if he were to add all that up on his resume, I mean, he contributed a lot, Mrs. Hollowell. I know. And, and, he, and he loved it all. I mean, everything from hot bikes to trucking to mini trucking, which, of course, he loved that because he had not only you know, the, the photography, but he also then had the journalistic with the mini truck and diary. Mm-hmm. And, and I've been overseas visiting people and they said, Oh my God, we subscribe to that here on the army base. And the first thing we all read is <laughs> mini truck and diary by Wyatt strange. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told him, I go, son, you're international. You're, <laughs> they love you over here. <laughs> oh yeah. That's freaking awesome. That is very cool. Yeah, you know, and David, as we, you know, as we kind of, you know, want to really memorialize Courtney on this episode, I'm going to touch, I'm going to try to touch base with Mike Peters as well. Um, you guys brought his name up earlier. We've had him on as a guest, a really good dude and loves what we're doing over here. But, you know, we do it because of, of the people like Courtney and, and some folks that even came out of the late seventies in the early eighties. We want to make sure that, you know, those, what we call OGs that they're given <laughs> the credit and, um, as you continue forward, David, you know, please keep us in the loop. And um, is there anything else that you wanted to maybe share, David, with us, with the listeners? Um, you know, just be on the lookout for, you know, the new, uh, you know, the up and coming stuff we're getting ready to do. You know, I'm always, the wheels are always turning, you know, and it's it's not a lot of people in the scene that, you know, support it and, and reach out to us and, uh, you know, give us, give us, give us the drive, you know, to, to push. Oh, um, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And Mrs. Hallowell, you know, as as we kind of wind down here, I know um, when I just go out on Google and I search for Courtney Hallowell Foundation, uh, it le- it led me over to Facebook. And um, I had given the listeners earlier just the kind of the intro. It looks like there it's uh, Courtney Tito Hallowell Memorial Scholarship Fund. But um, is there yeah. anything else that you wanted to maybe share in reference to that, or anything else with your son's legacy? I, hopefully, uh, it is. Uh, Courtney Tito Hollowell Memorial Scholarship Fund. It's on Facebook. And if you scroll down, you will read the criteria, what you need to send me, and the email address to send it to. And the close date for receiving those is on there. And also the date that I announce it because I, I get the sco- I get the applications and close it and then I go through all the applications and start calling down for the people that you know I'm it's like okay these six are the finalists or whatever and then I do a deeper dive on that with family or contacts or whatever to try to build some background and some context and then I pick the winner and I announce I, I notify their family I don't notify them and say this is what I'd like to do and how would you like me to go forward and do it. And sometimes they go, Oh, we're all going to be together tomorrow. So instead of calling Saturday, can you call on Sunday? And I will, I will be as flexible as I can to make sure that everybody can be together when the call comes in. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I, I encourage people, I go, look, it's really the reason I didn't make it that it had to be a acceptance to a college is because 
there, you know, you get so much experience. If you want to go to a trade school, I'm happy to give it to you. If you work at a welding shop and you have mentored yourself to somebody and they go, I will hire you, but I can't pay you, you know, a, I can't pay you the, a regular amount because I just need you part. Mm-hmm. Ask your mentor, will you write up a letter that I can submit so that I can get the scholarship money? And then that will give me money to live on while I'm being mentored by this person that I admire. I don't care what it is, paint, body work, whatever, you know, find your passion and pursue your passion. And I, I'm happy to help with that. Amazing. Yeah, definitely amazing. And we, you know, certainly appreciate you kind of reinforcing some of these things to the listeners. Um, it gives a great avenue. And like you said earlier, it could kind of change someone's life as well, because it's such a vital time in folks' uh, lives in terms of where, where they are with school and stuff like that. So, um, you know, it's just, it's just really fantastic. But um, yeah. And if I was a multimillionaire, I'd give I'd give a lot of scholarships out every year. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but I'm just not. So I, I I do what I can. I hope others pick up and go. You know what? There's something positive we could do out of a very un- a tragic situation. It doesn't Absolutely. have to be tragic. Exactly. Yeah. And we've we've continued to see like this. Um, you know, it, it's it's unfortunate. Like when there's when there's passings that. You know, for those to happen, for some people, for some of us to stop and go, wow, like I need to try to live better or I need to do this or do that. But, you know, we just lost our friend Greg Miller and we paid tribute to him on last week's episode. And, you know, Greg was a great guy and it's kind of reinforced to a lot of us. I mean, he was 51 and, you know, we're, we're trying to br- continue to bring people together and, you know, if people have differences for them to for them to kind of drop those differences and just try to move on because we all know life is short. Uh, you know, Courtney kind of proved that to us, you know, with the whole homage of the good die young, but, um, yeah, 42, 42 is awfully young to go. It it is. And, you know, I think if there's any positive in these challenges that we sometimes face is that, Hey, we got to, um, you know, push harder on the next day and try to do the best we can for the legacy of some of these guys like a Courtney, because if it wasn't without them, I mean, my argument is we might not be where we are in terms of our scene because, you know, with these clubs and just the great people and the publications, right? I mean, it's helped to, uh, you know, put the flag in the ground and say, hey, we're mini truckers, we're here to stay. And Courtney was obviously a huge uh, driving force with that. So, you know, we really appreciate yeah, you taking like, the time. Like all families, there are there are times when you disagree, <laughs> yeah. but... You, you know, you don't blow up the house. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, grow up and work it out and, and come together because that it's really important to move forward and not stay stuck. So um, that, that's the end of my sermon for today. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Mrs. Howell, it's always a pleasure. And David, listen, man, like we've said before, we love what you're doing. Keep doing it. Uh, Mike recently. For, Thank you, Dave. Yeah. You're welcome. It, you know, you know, recently with Eastbound Get Down, you know, Mike purchased a couple of those. You know, his show is going to be going on next January in 2022 here in Daytona area. Well, you know, over in Daytona. But, you know, we, we want to continue to get behind whatever we can uh, to help you guys. So, you know, David, as you know, you, you've always helped us with whatever we need. You know, if you've got something new coming, you shoot me a text or whatever. Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll you know do whatever we can to push it. It's for a great cause and it's for the greater good of the scene. Is the way I look at it. 
Absolutely. Yep. I'll, I'll always keep you in the loop. Yep. Well, Mrs. Hallowell, David, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Rest in peace, Courtney. Gone but not forgotten. Um, his 10th anniversary of his passing, July 21st yeah. of 2011. Thank you, Jason. Thank you for giving us the opportunity. I, I appreciate it so much. Hey, that's what we do. And um, it was a pleasure meeting you. And thank you again for your time. Sure. All right, guys, we're on to the next one. All right, Jason. Have, have a good evening. Wow. Thank you so much, Mrs. Hollowell. As I mentioned to her, David, dude, I just literally love what you guys are doing. Um, it's just for the greater good of the scene, bottom line. And uh, it was awesome that Maggie, she also tied in Brian Frost, you know, from SoCal Customs and, and things like that. And and uh, I think even Clint Walker, I think she has also mentioned this. I know Jeff Davey has mentioned it to me before. I believe that he also wrote as I mentioned earlier, a couple of others possibly under the Wyatt Strange moniker, but we all know Courtney was, my understanding, he was the leading force with the Wyatt Strange thing, so I uh, love reading those. And uh, just a reminder, you can go back on our YouTube channel, our Lifestyle Podcast, and we are going through all of the magazines, so eventually we'll get through all 269, but most of them are in 4K, so you can, if you want to ever go back and see some of that or you're trying to research something, we're on, um, I forget, issue 30-ish, but you can go back, Our Lifestyle Podcast, on YouTube and check those out. I guess in closing, you know, just a few things I wanted to kind of reinforce is that Courtney's legacy is, is you know, um, something that he left behind, and it continues. It's um, It's just awesome to be a part of the scene that I think he would truly look at things now and say, hey, people that are you know promoting shows, they're going to shows, they're getting people together. You know, uh, NC, we didn't talk about it with uh, Mrs. Hollowell, but they're getting ready to celebrate as Severed is our 30th anniversary, nine deuce to deuce deuce 2022, and you know he would love this stuff. You know, I, I truly feel that. Now, if you go and you tap on that hashtag. R.I.P. Courtney Hollowell on Instagram. You can follow that hashtag. Uh, on Facebook, you can click on a hashtag, so don't get me wrong. You can still see that curated stuff. It's To me, it's it's a little tougher on Facebook, you know, as far as the layout. But on Instagram, R.I.P. Courtney Hollowell, H-A-L-O-W-E-L-L, you can even follow that. And when you follow it, all of those posts are going to kind of curate into your feed, or you can simply tap on it and you can look at what we're talking about. But some of the epic photos that come to mind for me, he, of course, uh, did the a Spring Splash 1994 cover, which ended up as the July 94 cover of Mini Trucking. And that is an epic in so many ways. Like even talking to Ruben Artiaga, you know, a lot of us look at that, that cover and we say that's our favorite. And it wasn't one truck. You know, Chris Anders was there. Uh, Lomigo, we're going to talk more about in the next episode, was you know kind of stashed over there as well. There were so many epic trucks right there at the forefront, and but we look at it and say, hey, that was what Courtney did. He brought people together, and you look at that that cover and it's like, dude, it, it's amazing. And and he of course carried that on. Um, I think Lance even did one or two where they had those what I call the group covers. So, you know, there's the East Coast ones, there's West Coast ones, but that one obviously will come up. 
a one that Lewis Castillo Sr. had sent to us was Courtney driving a topless mini at the uh, syndicate's booth or camp, I should say, at Rezo one year. That's one. Uh, Courtney shooting the world's lowest OBS truck uh, with IF Customs, right? So that was on August 25th of 99, that amazing photo that I'm very thankful. Carrie at IF Customs, great guy, previous guest. He had taken that photo, and of course, Courtney's rocking the uh, street truck shirt. And that was at the infancy, right, starting to ramp up those uh, shoots, those features, because the magazine came out that month, 99. Obviously, that feature ran a little bit further down, but that was owned by Lewis uh, Martin. Or Martin, I think is how you say it. Uh, lastly, like Spring Splash 89 issue, which is very, very rare, ultra rare, as I would say. But that was showing Courtney's 87 Mazda for the first time in the magazine, as far as I can tell, via the mini truck and marquee. And if you think about it, that was pre, of course, NC just a couple of years later. But, you know, he had his flag in the ground saying, yo, this is what. I love, you know, this is what it's about. And uh, I look at that issue and I go, man, it's badass. It reminds me of that famous photo that we'll share of Courtney standing in front of that truck uh, with the black shirt, the white shorts, probably looks like jorts, right? Jean shorts. And, uh, you know, he's got his, his chest out and his hair is like perfectly straight down on his forehead. Some OG stuff right there, rocking the sandals. Again, RIP to Courtney Hallowell. Uh, to all of the Negative Camber members worldwide, we get a lot of love from you guys, and we really appreciate that. We've had a lot of awesome guests on. We're going to have a few more NC ones here kind of back-to-back. And, um, you know, we're not biased to any one particular club, but we just love what you guys have done over the years. And then we're going to have some severed guys coming up here after we do this run. So there's a lot of good clubs. You know, we've showed a lot of love to RA, but... You know, when you go and you look at Acro and, and No Regrets and all of these other clubs out there, even sitting pretty up in the Pacific Northwest and Low Rollers, you name it, so many, I can't name them all. But um, it's just, it reinforces, like, Phil Fowler will often say, hey, you know, I'm proud of the club that I'm in, but, dude, we love the scene, right? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we've seen those famous photos where all of us are wearing our jackets at SEMA and things like that. I haven't been particularly a part of one of those, um, you know, photos, but just so to speak in the, the scene, you know, from a scene perspective, that's what it's about. So, um, we will, as we get through this episode, I am going to work on having, um, a little bit of audio from Jeff Davey, who was very close to Courtney, Mike Peters as well. And then we'll see if we're able to bake in any other audio, uh, for this episode, which is RIP Courtney Hallowell. Now, I want to finish out the scene updates here, and I did want to say from a digital perspective under the scene updates, uh, if you go out to YouTube, uh, please consider, if you haven't already, subscribing to not only our Lifestyle Podcast channel, but Street Trucks. So Street Trucks has shifted their focus a little bit on the live streams. However, they still have a lot of awesome content out there. If you type in Street Trucks Magazine... Of course, YouTube, free content, go subscribe. They're ready to bust through about 11,000 subscribers with about 168 videos. The latest video, um, there are, I should say the latest videos are like at, from their show-off series shows where people are winning money for first and second and third place. So 
go out there and check it out. They've even done things like the 88 to 98 Chevy GMT 400 Rytec coilover uh, wishbone setup. And I think that video has uh, over 630,000 views. But they also have, um, you know, just a lot of cool stuff on there. So go check it out. It's Street Trucks Magazine on YouTube. And then from a print perspective, speaking of street trucks, the new August issue should be in hand very soon. Now, August marks the anniversary of the magazine. So my Our Lifestyle podcast write-up or Our Lifestyle write-up will have a tie-in to the fact that the magazine started 22 years ago in August, of course. Courtney, Brian, and Stillwell were the primary guys, the three amigos, rest in peace, Courtney, who forged that magazine. So my little write-up in there for the column will tie into that. And then you'll see in September, we do plan, uh, I got a little bit of a message there in the column, we plan to expand. And so hopefully from October going forward, the Our Lifestyle podcast section is growing now. Keep in mind, we've been doing this for two years. We're grateful for Street Trucks for the opportunity. And we're excited to continue to grow Maybe half page, possibly full page, we'll have to see. But please, if you get an opportunity, go subscribe to the magazine. You can pick one up on newsstands or streettrucksmag.com. Scroll to the bottom and subscribe. You're talking 20, 30 bucks for a year, two years, and uh, it's going to bring you a lot of joy. I can guarantee that. If you read my editorial, I think it's going to bring you the most joy. But I think Chris and Nicole would argue with that a little bit that maybe the features would, would outweigh my write-up. So the last few scene updates that I have, and then we'll move ahead, um, I did see that Tyler Probst, um, good dude, obviously been going through you know a lot of stuff, just clearing his mind. He did mention that he was selling his mini truck. He kind of threw a little bit of a swerve in there and mentioned that he's done with trucks. I knew that wasn't true. And, of course, he mentioned that he's going to find something like an S10 to build a little bit maybe more manageable or whatnot. But Tyler, we appreciate you as a friend. Continue to do your thing and uh, hit us up sometime, homie. Jason Diener from Low Bros, he's doing the damn thing. He's excited. He's been talking about his S10 for a while, and the time is here for it to get painted. So best of luck to the big homie. Uh, Joey Dilworth, who we talk a lot about with the Get Decked, he does a lot of these skate decks, uh, pretty much all the ones that we've launched. And uh, a lot of show promoters get behind Get Decked on Facebook or Instagram. Joey Dilworth, he's out there. And uh, obviously his son is a great kid, and he was uh, skateboarding, pushing his son in the wheelchair. I really, really, truly love that video. Joey Dilworth, good dude. And uh, just keep doing what you do, homie. In just the last couple things, I saw that Relax in the Park, St. Louis, You know they got a lot of good traction with the whole keeping the tradition going from Lone Star Throwdown, one of our favorite shows. LST is every February in Conroe, Texas. It's going to be 11th anniversary, LoneStarThrowdown.com, the pre-register. A little bit later this year, remember, they only pre-reg 2,000, and that will end at the end of the year. So don't do what I did last year and you drag your feet. Pre-register for Lone Star Throwdown. We will be the first to report to you, hopefully, when the launch happens for Lone Star Throwdown 2022. And also, don't forget, if you're one of the first, I want to say 60 or so to pre-register, 
you get a nice goodie bag on top of it. So it's a great value. But going back to my point, relaxing in the Park St. Louis, that tradition of the message from LST that's made its way around, including Southern Tradition, um, they had they had posted this up, and they said, keeping the tradition going thanks to LST, Southeast Mini Truck and Nats, East Tennessee Showdown, and Southern Tradition Car and Truck Show. So uh, pretty cool stuff. Love the message. And uh, someone chimed in the other day and said, hey, this really applies to adults too. And I concur 100%. Uh, not going to disagree with that. Lastly, Sean Rose, you heard from him last episode talking a little bit about his love that he's got and, and the respect for our friend Greg Miller, who's no longer with us. He had posted up and said, the plate is in. Opportunities are all around you. If you have purpose and passion, nothing can stop you. And, of course, his tag for his Indiana plate says Rose MTL, obviously for Rose Metal. Now, these scene updates are brought to you by our family at Garage Gear Clothing. You can visit garagegearclothing.com. You can also follow them on YouTube. And they're also on TikTok. They're on to rise. And the one unique thing about garagegearclothing.com, they fully embrace kid sizes. They fully embrace the women's sizes, including those tanks. But on top of all of that, they have free shipping on all US of A orders. Very nice. Go to garagegearclothing.com. Give them a like on Facebook and let them know that our lifestyle podcast sent you. Yo, yo. So we're getting ready to roll in in just a minute to some audio with Jeff Davey from the famed Devious Customs. I would encourage you if you need compressors, air management, you're looking to get in with the big build, you got a link in a Cadillac, go to deviouscustoms.com. Jeff is a great dude, and you're going to hear that audio in just a minute. Now, I want to roll into the key show updates brought to you by our family over at the West Coast Influence. We would always encourage you, if you don't own a copy of the mini truck documentary style film called The West Coast Influence, you can pick one up by going to mini truckfilm.com. Yes, just like it sounds, minitruckfilm.com. They also have custom die-cast uh, vehicles, trucks available at minitruckfilm.com. So we talk about these shows a lot. Um, what I wanted to reinforce is really the next big show that's going down for us is going to be relaxing in the NW, also known as The Awakening and if you go out to their Instagram, they're also, of course, on Facebook where you're going to get the, the majority of your key info from. But this show had bumped out a week, and it's July 28th through August 1st up in Medford, Oregon. So change of venue, obviously COVID last year, and uh, they had to make some changes, but they're still holding this one down. That's relaxing in the NW, the awakening. Hopefully we'll see you up there in Medford, Oregon. Now, from there, the next week is going to be down for Dennis. We've talked to Daryl Poe before and Nikki. Hopefully, we'll have them on very soon. But down for Dennis is going down. That's August 7th in Princeton, West Virginia. Down, number four, Dennis. It's a charity show there. And uh, Facebook, Instagram, of course, you get more info. The week after that, the Spark Show, Sevierville, Tennessee. 
at the Spark Show on Instagram and Facebook. And then if memory serves me right, then you're going to have Attitude Check 9 going down at Mr. B's Park. Uh, this event is $40. And on Facebook, you got to search Attitude Check or look up Joey Dilworth, who does all the skate decks for us. Joey Dilworth, just how it sounds, he'll get you the info. And uh, single day registration is 30. You got RV campers, you got all of that stuff. But uh, this is a very, very cool event from what I understand. And this is Mrs. B's Park Bluegrass Festival campsite. That's Woodford, Virginia. 819 through 822. So August 19th through the 22nd. All right. Small Town Throwdown will be after that. That's Labor Day weekend, St. Cloud, Florida. Facebook, Instagram, Small Town Throwdown Show. And uh, really just to kind of round it out here, you got Slam Fest. And this is the 30th anniversary. I think the hashtag that most are going to be using is SlamFest30 to mark that 30th anniversary. They're giving away a truck, folks. At the event, you do have to purchase a raffle ticket for it. But SlamFest is going down. And uh, again, it's basically the longest running uh, car and truck show that I know of in Florida. It's the 9th and 10th of October. That's Tampa, Florida. Many of you have often asked, hey, should I come to a show in Florida? The answer is absolutely. Come on down, Suddy, Tampa, Florida. It's a great weekend. And um, that is the 9th and 10th of October. SEMA is the uh, first week in November. As far as I know, that's full, full on ready to rock and roll. Uh, Laying at the Lake is the 12th through the 14th in Grapeland, Texas. They're on Facebook and Instagram. And then Bi Biggity Bayou Showdown. You heard at the top, that's the weekend before Thanksgiving this year. So I'm guessing I missed a few in there, but you guys know how we do. We cover this stuff every week, so we want to kind of lay off a little bit, um, you know, so we're not constantly pushing these dates. But the good thing is you can go to rlifestylepodcast.com. On the left, select official OLP show calendar. Once you land there, click or tap where it says click here to subscribe. You're going to uh, have a pop-up that says, do you want to subscribe to this calendar? This is the calendar that I put together. I put these dates on there. I update them yearly and uh, I need to take a couple more minutes and refresh some dates. I know we've got Altered Metal. We've got Lone Star Throwdown. We've got a few others that we need to add on for 2022, including our family over at Mini Truck Showdown. They've got a lot more stuff that they're going to be sharing uh, very, very soon. So uh, much more to come there. But again, uh, these dates are brought to you by our family at the West Coast Influence. Visit minitruckfilm.com. Hit them up. Order the DVD or Blu-ray. What we're going to do is we're going to roll in the Jeff's audio now. It's a fun one. We do a lot of reminiscing. We, of course, talk about Courtney. And then we will wrap up with some audio, hopefully, from Mike Peters after that. And a few podcast updates. So we're keeping this thing fresh, y'all. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for coming through. Subscribe and or follow, depending on what type of podcast app you're listening to us on. Leave us a five-star rating. Uh, show some love. And uh, remember, we do this. It's all free. If you want to buy merchandise, it's rlifestylepodcast.com. Guarantee you'll be blown away by what we put out. Arguably some of the best artwork in our entire scene. Much love to Graphic Disorder, of course. All right, here we go. Jeff from Devious Customs. 
Yo, yo. So as I mentioned, we got Jeff Davey, the big homie from the West, Riverside, representing. But Jeff, dude, how you doing, brother? Oh, man, I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for asking. Yeah, no problem, man. Always love seeing your post out there. And, you know, obviously, longtime NC member. Um, I know you were real close with Courtney, and obviously we're paying homage to him on this one. But, I mean, it's hard to believe it's been uh, 10 years, man. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, still feels like yesterday to, for some of us, you know. So it's, it's a tough one for us, always. When you think of, like, the legacy that he left behind, you know, so often we see, you know, different photos and stuff and that smile, right? And I, I'm always honest with people. I never got a chance to really know Courtney. I was around him a couple times. You know, a lot of you guys were, like, real good friends, if not best friends. But, you know, when you think back the last 10 years, I mean, the legacy that he's left behind, the club, uh, that he helped start, right, and things like that. Yep. I mean, it's pretty amazing what he's what he did in his short uh, lifespan. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, he uh, he was a, a unique individual. He had the, the luck to be uh, the editor of Mini Trucking and tru- uh, Street Trucks and and you know Ten Magazine, a bunch of other ones. He's been on you know uh, motorcycles and cars his whole life, and so that that gave him the access to everybody in every show and every field and every shop you know so pretty much anybody and everybody knew him if you had anything to do with what we do you know so that was uh kind of our glue of the club you know because he knew everybody and it was easy for um him to help people get in and stay in and enjoy and do what we do every day you know so uh we definitely miss that because uh it's harder to uh associate with somebody across the world or across the United States, you know, in the same club without, you know, he was there, you know, (laughs) he was there every day and none of us can do that, you know, so trying to run businesses and raise families and stuff makes it a little tough. So he was a cornerstone in the, in the club for sure. As far as uh, one of the the first few to put it together and kind of came up with the unclub thing, you know, so that was awesome. Oh, yeah. It seems like it's worked out really well. And he did, you know, I always talk about doing things for the greater good of the scene, but, you know, he used his, you know, power or proudness or whatever you want to call it early on, like you said, to really bring people together. But like we had Chris Schmidt on recently and he was talking about how Courtney was like, all right, I'm going to call the paint company. They're going to give you some paint. We're going to make sure that this works out. We'll get you shot and all that. But he was really always like pulling a lot of puppet strings and making stuff happen, even with some of the the bigger uh, OEMs, like, for instance, when you guys teamed up on the Titan, you know, in the early yeah. 2000s. Yeah, the, he, he was always like budget build guy, you know what I mean? He was always like, hey, we can do this, and we can do it for budget, and let's shoot it, and, like, the whole mini trucking thing is crazy as far as, you know I mean, if you want to have something cool, you have to have a full custom chassis and mm-hmm. body dropped and chopped and this and paints and all this stuff, you know what I mean, to be even seen, you know, where – back in the day it was all about just being low and having a good time and enjoying each other's company kind of thing you know so um when he stumbled upon the titan i'll never remember or <laughs> never remember i'll never forget <laughs> yeah, there's that the phone call he says guess what we're doing i'm like what he's like i'll be there in two minutes he pulls up in the titan and of course nobody's ever seen the titan i mean uh-huh. spy photos with him wrapped in like bras and stuff like that so you couldn't tell what it is uh-huh. and we're just like what where the heck? <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, yeah, got to tighten. And I was like, I said, okay, what are we going to do? And he's like, we're going to cut it up. And I'm like, I love it. Let's get, he goes, we uh, actually jump in the truck and 
it had it was it was gray with uh no window tint or anything and i'm like it was like 110 out that day or something <laughs> and i'm like we're not driving this is the tin and windows it goes trust me it'll be just fine and the ac was so freaking cold in that thing i made him turn it down and he started making fun of me you know we, we i think we went to car tech to pick up some parts or something and i was just like all right all right you win you win <laughs> so we conjured up a plan you know nobody made any parts for it we yeah i think there was six of them that that uh nissan gave away and five you know all six of them were going to sema and five of them went lifted you know all the big lift companies mm -hmm. you know design parts for them for those vehicles and and we're the only one to go down uh of course you know it was a, a group effort a lot of us involved uh ghetto bob and those guys through tvs on the tailgate and the hater vision on the steering wheel and <laughs> yeah you know maybe people it pisses people off or you either love or you hate it again you know like he's like oh yeah why did they put tvs in the tailgate and it's like who cares <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you know so, it, it, we're still talking um, about it. it's kind of like the last sopranos episode it, like it sucked to a certain extent but we're still talking about it <laughs> yeah the funny part is i don't think they ever got wired i don't ever think they had actually power going to them to make it work but it didn't matter it still pissed people off at sema so that was always fun uh, me and him built a shit ton of trucks together and uh, stuff that has been in cover of magazines and stuff that you probably never see again, you know, like just little projects here and there that we always used to do. So he always used to push me to my absolute limit uh, working oh, yeah. uh, with deadlines. It's like, I have to have this done. And I'm like, sometimes I can look back at it and I go, did he really have to have that done? Or <laughs> Yeah, was he pushing yeah. the big homie? But yeah, what was cool about the Titan too is, you know, that was in an era when we were coming out of the 88 to 98s, you know, in the early 2000s. And like the crew cabs weren't even as crazy as they are today. So like you had this, you know, the awesome stereo and all that. But, you know, it, it really was one of the top builds, I think, of that era. And it's pretty cool. I know I've talked to you before about it. You know, it's obviously over on the East Coast, but it's pretty cool probably for you as a shop owner to know that like something lives on, you know, 20 years in terms of a build. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, Chico has it now and he, I mean, he's immaculate, so he keeps really good care of it. I don't think he's changed hardly anything on the truck other than the color of the paint. Mm -hmm. uh, when we built the truck, you know, we were pushing him for SEMA November and Severed Tie Show was in October. Oktoberfest. So, yeah. yeah. So we took it to Oktoberfest and people were like, thought we took a nissan hard body and widened it this and that nobody nobody even they're tripping they had no idea you know uh here's a kind of a funny story um after it was at sema and all that stuff i think we repainted it after that and then nissan called Nis nissan headquarters in uh la called courtney and said hey we want to put that truck in the showroom of nissan headquarters we got all the big wigs coming over and they want to <laughs> they want to see it so courtney's like all right cool so he took it down and put it in the showroom and you know, we had it all detailed up and laid it out in the Nissan headquarters. Like when you walk in the door, before you see the receptionist, this thing was just hammered on the ground, right? Mm -hmm. So about two weeks they were coming in and they want to have it there and get all ready and stuff. And so uh, Courtney got a call from one of the guys and it's like, hey, can you come down here and fix this thing? And Courtney's like, what are you talking about fix this? He's like, yeah, it's laying on the ground. And Courtney's like, yeah. And, and he's like, I'm so tired of people coming in and calling me saying, hey, this thing is broken. Can you just air it up to like a decent height so people leave me alone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's like they just, I mean, for the trucks of that era, I mean, even in something like that, I mean, you just didn't see those trucks laid out, you know, to that extent, right. really. It was kind of forging. There was, no, there was no truck at that time. There was no Nissan Hardbodies or uh, 
Titans. There's, there's no Nissan Titans. Matter of fact, we had uh, that was the first year Ford came out the new body style F one fifty. We had the Nissan Titan one way and the Ford F one fifty the other way, cutting them both up for the show. <laughs> yeah, that's people walk in the shop and go, "What the hell?" <laughs> Yeah, and I'll remind everyone at Hammered Weekend where when he did the return of the Titan, he put, you know, it was pretty cool to have the devious built uh, Titan. You had the rear three quarters, so you saw the TVs, which was like a thing he wanted to make sure. And Jimmy's, from yep. Jimmy's Running Customs, his other, hit the blue one. So they looked real good sitting next yep. to each other. But um, what are, when you think back to, you know, some of the road trips and stuff, I know you guys went to like so many different river runs and stuff. What's like the one story that maybe pops in your head and just makes you laugh when you think of Courtney and and just his craziness? Oh man, there's <laughs> there's some That's there's a so many of, yeah, there's so many of them. I mean, oh man, I don't even know where to start on that one. That's I got like <laughs> ten in my head right now. <laughs> I we, do. Uh, That's funny. We went to let's see which one I might give you. Uh, we went to the river. I had a dually at the time, of course, you know, and an enclosed trailer, and I had my blazer. This is early days. And I had Captain's Toyota in the trailer. Mm-hmm. We had the whole thing loaded full of beer and everything else. It was so heavy. <laughs> but I've been having tranny problems with my dually. I've had it fixed like six times, I think. And and uh, we started pulling, and we were actually, because I lived in Huntington Beach at the time, and we were uh, coming down the 91 when my tranny went out. Well, that was the year that, well, it was slipping so bad that it really didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. So we met Courtney uh, on the 91. I think it's off Van Buren, which is right by my shop nowadays, which is totally funny. Interesting. And he had got a motorhome from Fleetwood Motorhomes <laughs> to, to take and do a story on it. So he's like, don't worry, we got a hitch. We'll be there in a little bit. <laughs> and it was a, I think it was a diesel pusher i think because the motor was in the back i think it was a diesel pusher so we hooked the trailer on it and like i said it was pretty heavy and it was me and captain and we just love my dually i think i even left the keys in the ignition because i was so over it at that time we jumped in the motorhome and we started cruising to uh to the river and have been down rice road on the way to parker it's like this roller coaster road that roll that rolls up and down like Anyways, we were, he was going so fast on this road that when we go up and over those dips and back down, the front tires of the motorhome would come off. <laughs> and when it would hit the ground and it just screeched like a plane landing. <laughs> <laughs> Zero Fs uh, given. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Right? Captain yeah. was crying in the closet or something. It was fun. <laughs> we, uh, hey, we used to uh, all meet up at Courtney's, Courtney and Captain's house. And uh, it was weird because we all had cell phones, but that's at the time where nobody used cell phones because it was mm-hmm. so expensive. Mm-hmm. But it was weird. It was like, to me, it was like when you were a kid with your bicycle and you just met up with your friend at a certain time every day mm-hmm. at their house or whatever. It was the same thing with mini trucks, you know. It would be like everybody just kind of conjured together and then everybody would go out to eat or party or bars or whatever. And that was just what we did every week, you know. It started on Wednesday and ended on Sunday, Monday sometimes, you know. So it was just, it was it was a good time. It was always a good time. Yeah, and one thing that I've always appreciated, you, you've kind of sprinkled in some posts because, I mean, you've got this, you know, real thriving business you guys have put a lot of time and effort into, but you've never lost sight of the roots of, you know, you kind of, you know, being a mini trucker. And I always remember that, I think it was Orange Nissan Hardbody that had the Devious Customs windshield banner. I think yeah, that thing's yeah. still floating around. I think it's... um. 
he still owns it. I just talked to him not so long ago. He had broke up or uh, split up with his wife and moved it to his parents' house or something like that, and they kind of wow. let it go to shit. But he still owns it. I was the original owner of that truck, which was kind of cool, and it was pretty awesome to build with him, you know. So um, he still has it, which is good news. Yeah, you've had your hands in so many builds over the years, including some of the SEMA stuff that I've seen. It's just like it, it's really mind-boggling, the stuff that you guys do at Devious Customs. When you um, think about just, you know, where the scene is today, I mean, it's pretty cool to see the minis coming back. Um, you know, you've even, I think, dabbled a little bit in those in between all these other big builds that you've been doing. Yeah, I got a, I got a few mini trucks here and there. <laughs> um, we, our primary business is hot rods and Lincolns and Cadillacs and C10s and that kind of stuff. I mean, it. I pretty much won't say no to anything because it pays the bills, but... Um, right now is crazy i mean it's just stupid so um i i feel bad for customers because i like to get them in get them out get them done but with the whole covid thing and everything going off parts and all that stuff it's just it's really tough right now um and you know keeping people on staff that want to work you know a lot of people just want to stay home now and i'm like it's i don't crazy. get it but yeah i mean i, I got bills to pay so i'm at work every day yeah know? we're wired different exactly than a lot of people but um, speaking of a build coming together, I wanted, you know, before we wrap up in a little bit, I was thinking about you and I have talked about this when, um, I know there were different folks that came together when Courtney passed, right? His green Chevy. Yep, and, yep. um, you know, I want to make sure, you know, you know, others, yeah, a few guys ha had helped, but like, can you talk a little bit about that? So, so after he passed, um, uh, I just got goosebumps by the way. Um, after he passed, there's kind of a lot of story to that truck. And again, Courtney used to try to do budget model stuff and, and, and stuff like that. So the chassis that's underneath that truck is actually his old S10 chassis called Kermit. Mm. So, and I mean, we have tons of history in that truck, you know, with me and him and all his friends and, you know, before me, you know, but me especially, I mean, we, we used to have road dot wars going down the freeway <laughs> on the 55, you know. I'm driving a dually laid out, and he's driving a, in Kermit, and we're racing up and down through traffic trying to hit each other with road dots. <laughs> completely stupid, but... <laughs> right, right, mini truckers, right? Because mini Yeah, truckers. it was fun. But so that, you know, that, that truck had meaning not only because of that, but of course, Tim's passing stuff. And I, I'm going to be honest with you, I was probably pretty mental at that point in time. Um, and I just didn't really care about working on anything else at all. And I invited all... all uh, the club and anybody that's friends with him to come up and work on the truck with me and and it and i think it turned out pretty awesome for the short amount of time to do it in i mean i think we did it what two three months yeah. and we had club members from all over all over show up and you know put a weekend or a weekend or a month or whatever you know and um, it made me really proud to be part of the club you know um again i probably wasn't thinking clearly and i probably wasn't in the best spirits uh, mentally, mm -hmm. but it helped me get through it. It really did. Yeah, and it's it's odd how like those times in our life when you know it's like all, oftentimes over here, you know, it's like we get together whenever there's a family member that passes away, and we're like, oh, we need to get together and things like that. And and it's just life is busy. But then when you have these challenges in life, like when Courtney passed away, like you said, a lot of different clubs and I think different club members and stuff came together, like you said. It was it was truly awesome. Like uh, a real coming in, coming together moment it was it was awesome. You know, seeing that SEMA and and had you know all that stuff. You know, me and Courtney did a the little green and green 
Green and Cream S10 mm -hmm. that won the GM Design Award that year. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if you know the story behind that. Uh, no, I don't so think I do. Courtney uh, acquired that truck. So uh, a, a kid that followed Mini Trucking had the S10 and ended up, I think he uh, worked on tires and tire exploded and killed him. Oh, I did hear something about that. And so the mom came to Courtney and asked him if he would, she would, if he would please do the, she'll give him the truck if he just finish it. And Courtney said, you know, challenge accepted. And, you know, my phone rang and then we built an S10. Mm -hmm. um, at the time we did, I didn't really think we were pushing the envelope pretty much. You know what I mean? Cause we didn't body drop it. We didn't do any of this other stuff. We just made it super clean. I think it was on 22s bagged blow through and, a one-off paint scheme that I would, I was like, you're crazy. That's the ugliest closure you ever picked, put together. And, and everybody, <laughs> everybody loved it, you know? Oh, and he yeah. was always good. He was good at that. You know, like he was like, this is what we need to do. This will be it. And we, we won the GM design award that, that year. Uh, the son's mom was part of the SEMA board at that time. So that was really cool. Oh, and, wow. you know, emotional for us as well. Like being around that. And uh, after SEMA, we actually took the truck over to, their family's house they had like kind of like a get together and everybody wanted to see the truck and all the whole, you know family and the, all that so they we took it over there and let them uh, have it for a day or so and check it out and what have you so that was pretty cool i mean i like doing builds like that because it actually has meaning to you know it's not just you know a normal build you know yeah with someone that just you know everybody's got different reasons for building stuff i mean you built stuff you know, like that crazy van that had the artillery stuff in it. I saw that at Severed in the Southwest years ago that had the pamphlet and stuff. Like, you built some crazy high-end stuff to even that, you know, the S10. And it seems like you, you always put your blood, sweat, and tears into a lot of these different builds. It doesn't matter how much money the person has, which I love. Yeah, we try. I mean, again, at the end of the day, we all have to make money and pay our bills but uh, and feed, feed the guys at work, you know, at the shop. So we try to do the best we can. Um, oh, yeah. for, fortunate enough, we've stuck it out, made it. Oh, we're, what are we at? Twenty-one years right now. So, oh yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty awesome. And you know, one thing I would you know plug and, and say, um, you know, if you go to deviouscustoms.com, I mean, the cool thing is you guys sell compressors, air suspension kits, uh, Lincoln kits, Cadillac stuff. But a lot of times, I'm sure you get phone calls where someone says, "Hey, I want to build something." What's um what are some of the like timelines you get people now? You just say, Hey, we got a list and then we'll kind of bring your stuff in. If you want to lay yeah, it out. We're about, yeah, I, I try to I, actually, I, to be honest with you, I deter a lot of people because like <laughs> one, I wouldn't want to wait that long. You know what I mean? Right, like I right. fully get it. We're about uh, two years out on the wait list right now, yep. which is, it's pretty crazy. Um, and it's just tough. You know what I mean? Like I hear some of the builds and I want to do them all, but it's just not possible. Oh, yeah. So Yeah, and it seems like you have a good footing, though, in your location. We talked a little bit about it one time where – because you're in Riverside, I think, right? And what was the name yeah. of the street that you're on? Uh, <laughs> Ed Parrick Street. Right, right. I remember like, you said it was kind of crazy. Such a crappy name. <laughs> I, remember, I remember back in the day, Courtney, telling us uh, a story. He's like, you know what? All good shops have really bad entrances <laughs> or bad, bad streets in front of them. And so when I rented the shop, that did go through my head. I'm like – Wow, this street really sucks. It must be a nice shop. <laughs> <laughs> like Courtney, he was on it. He knew it, man. He knew it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. So, 
Um, on the Chevy, I remember seeing photos on SoCalCustoms.com, Brian Frost's site, uh, Courtney Hollowell, Legends Never Fade, that famous uh, saying on the back, right? And and yeah. I always, I always, when I think of Courtney, I think of like he. We hit up on it. He brought people together. He was a you know a positive guy. He loved anything automotive, bikes, all that stuff, like you mentioned. But I mean, I often think like. As basic as it is, it's like, what would Courtney do in this situation, right? And I didn't even really right. know him, but I just, from afar and from reading his stuff, he just seemed like, yo, he'd be a guy that could put out a fire, right? And be like, yeah. listen, man, two guys are beefing. Let's yeah, let's let's, let's bring the swing, let's bring the the club and or scene mm-hmm. together. He he would squash it by making fun of himself, which is a <laughs> unique way to kill it, you know? Right. Like you know, they'd be mad at each other, and he'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, you guys are badass because you're yeah because you're a fat kid with a girl's name, right? You know, and like they just start laughing and they shake hands and they'd be done. Like it would be over. I'm like, how did you do that? Dude, that makes me <laughs> Kill smile, with kindness. Man. You want to? You want me to tell you how I met Courtney? Yeah, man, please. Okay, so this is a pretty cool story. I don't know a lot of people know about it, but I was a young kid back in South Dakota, and my nose is always in mini trucking and trucking and all that time sport truck back in the day. I mean, this is when I was a kid, right? And when I got my first. My first truck was a 63 Chevy pickup, and and, uh, and then I bought a Blazer, S10 Blazer. Anyways, I was always into the mini truck and seen like mentally, you know what I mean? Even though my first truck was a full size, I still loved mini trucks. And I was lowering cars the wrong way and doing shady shit, like, <laughs> you know, shaving door handles not the proper way and whatever, you know? Right, right. Because I didn't know. I was a kid, you know, 14, 15, 16 years old, whatever I was, and... I used to read that magazine all the time and always, you know, Courtney's stories in there and his funny page and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I just said, you know, I want to be closer to this scene. This is what I want to be about. And I looked up, I think it, I don't remember, it was a 411 at the time. Right. I think it was. And, and yeah, you, yeah, there was, there was no internet. Like you couldn't look up like whatever, you know? So I 411 mini trucking magazine, got the phone number to it. And I called Mini Truck and Magazine office, which I believe was in uh, off of Imperial Highway. And I can't remember exactly where it's at. I could drive you there, but I don't remember <laughs> the city it's in. That's funny. And guess who answered the phone? No way. Yeah, Courtney's phone. Hey, what's going on? And me and him probably had an hour, hour and a half conversation. Wow. This is before I was in Canberra. This is before all that stuff, you know. And, and me and him just shot the shit, and we started talking. And I think a few years later, he ended up being on hot bike magazine mm-hmm. he moved from mini truck and a hot bike magazine and that's where he learned you know met like tons of big bike builders you know nowadays and jesse james and all those fun people and uh he he would uh show up he went to the Sturgis rally you know for hot bike magazine mm-hmm. he just showed up my shop one day hey jeff how's it going I'm like, <laughs> really what? what are you doing here how what happened what? why are you riding a bike where's your mini truck you know right and so we hit it off like Obviously, the first time we talked, we hit it off. And uh, when I started petitioning for Negative Camber, you know, I went, to, I went to a bunch of shows. I'm the guy that would drive all the way from South Dakota and do a weekend trip and make it back on Monday for work, mm-hmm. but got to do a, you know, a river Shit run or what have you. Yeah. And when I found out that he was in Camber, I was like, just game over. That's where I'm going, you know? Oh, yeah. And I fit in with everybody. I'm, Get some an asshole or cocky <laughs> sometimes, so it worked out perfect. <laughs> yeah, what's ironic too is I think when we had DeBerti on, I want to say that he came from up in that region, like North Dakota ish, 
But then also you made me think of, I remember hearing the story of uh, Boyd Coddington. I think he had moved from somewhere else to Southern California. But when you and I had talked one time, just kind of, you know, shooting the shit about like, I almost, I actually just forgot that you had lived there and then you moved down to where the action was. And, you know, I mean, I, I tip my cap to you because I mean, you, you've had a dream and you've been able to just work hard, you know, that, that old school American dream of get up early, you know, work hard. And then of course, man, I love the fact that your pops is a part of it. You know, he's just a, a super cool dude, man. Yep. My oldest is now working for me too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he came. He came back after college. He's twenty one now, and he he's like talking about going back to work at the hardware store. And I'm like, hardware store? You like, be, dude, you need I to need be here. Help. Yeah, I you need, need your to help. be here. <laughs> yeah. So oh, he, he he did. He jumped in, and he, he's been amazing. Yeah, I'm super thankful. Like he handles it. You know, I'm like, wow, but you're born to do this. This is cool. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, man. Well, it's it, it's been cool, you know, reminiscing because. Um, you know, to me, I just love the whole mini truck stuff. But the the one of the cool things I think about mini truckers is what a lot of us have spanned into. You know, you love the Lincolns, I love the Lincolns. Cadillacs are just amazing, uh, full size trucks. But I mean, you name it, mini truckers. I think like when you look at how successful like a, a guy like you have been, a uh, Mike Finnegan, uh, you know, Ryan Fringling House has built his own little empire. I mean, who would have ever thought twenty, twenty five, maybe thirty years ago? that many truckers would have our, you know, flags right. in the ground saying, Hey, this is what we're doing. Right. I mean, that's exactly. My mom used to say, get your nose out of those magazines and back in your school books. You'll never do anything with that. You need to, you need to study. And then, then now she says, Oh, I, I take all that back. <laughs> yeah. You're like, man, they're buying my coyote kits for my, you yeah. know what I'm saying? They're, they're yeah. buying my parts and stuff. And yeah, I think yeah, it's did, awesome, man. We did a ton of mini truck stuff, you know, a long, you know, a long time ago, uh, and then when that started dying down, we just kind of started building more hot rods. And I think I, I'm, I'm an old car guy anyway. So, and, and being out here in California, there's a lot less emissions and bullshit you have to put up with when you have a classic car. So mm-hmm. that's kind of why, why we steered that way. I mean, we still build a few that uh, Al, Alex Anderson's truck in here right now in Toyota Tacoma. Oh, yeah. That was one of our most downloaded episodes, by the way. We came out of the gate swinging this year. I think it was like the first episode. And, Dude, I mean, he's just a super fun dude, man. Yeah, Alex is a great dude. We have, uh, I just bought back an uh, extended cab truck that we had built for ESPN2 Truck Stop. Yeah, was that the OBS? Yeah, I just bought that back. It was one of my guys that worked for me, a, a kid that I pretty much took under my wing. I, you know, shared a high school and taught him everything. And he, you know, me and him and a couple other guys in the shop built his truck and we did it on the TV show. And, and then, uh, I don't know, he, veered off away from it for a while sold it and went to two or three different people and i found it and i went and picked it up uh, probably about a month or so ago so i'm pretty excited about that yeah it's pretty awesome here's the last loaded question then i'll let you go you built a sure. lot of cool stuff over the years right but there's got to be one maybe that you think back to go you know it was my favorite um it could even be a redheaded stepchild of of the devious family but is there one that comes to mind like to me that van was sick dude the van that you guys Which had, one? you know, the had all the guns and stuff in it. At, oh, um, yeah, and the Nemo rig. Yeah, that thing was insane. But like, is there one that you just go, you know, this one here, it it it, it just is the one. Man, that's that, that is a loaded question, and you know, <laughs> I do get that asked a lot. And you know, I always get asked, "What's your favorite car?" And I'm like, I really hate everything. So, <laughs> <laughs> see, you're a smart man. Uh, I I don't know. Like, I've got probably a top five, uh, and I think more of it's the relationships I've built with the people 
Yep. As well as how dope the vehicles are or how unique the the Nemo wagon definitely is one of them. The my friend Corey Dunlop, the '59 Buick is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the brown GMC, I think it was a '52. The brown GMC that we built. Yes. Yep. The pickup, pickup right? Um, yep. Yeah. I don't. Again, that guy is like, I want to paint my truck brown. I'm like, what? Do you get excited when the UPS guy comes around or what? <laughs> <laughs> right. You got to steer and, him a little bit. Yeah, and he, uh, he, I, I talked him into letting me put. Um, gold on this pearl in it and that which made the color 110 percent better and it's sick you know to this day so i mean just people like that again i didn't know that guy from adam when i met him it was a weird weird deal how we met and he actually put a deposit down in my books to get in the schedule before he even bought the truck wow uh so i mean that that kind of stuff to me is rad you know clint walker is the one that owned the nemo van yeah uh, oh he's he was my, that's right He's one of my OG friends, too. You know, he was a mini trucking back in the day. He, uh, me and him were next to our neighbors. Uh, actually, he got me, uh, we lived in a townhouse, and I was next to him. And I always used to wake him up in the middle of the night by throwing rocks at his window, but he would never hear me. <laughs> so the rocks would get bigger, and eventually I broke his window out. And then he answered. <laughs> According to your window, mother effort. Oh, yeah. Oops, my bad. Yeah, dude, deviouscustoms.com. You can. Uh, pick up different apparel. I've I bought some shirts and hats. Tony and I love them. Of course, you got uh, compressors and all that different stuff on there. You always have some of. Now, I don't want to give anything away, but um, this uh, Black Friday, you guys always do the best you can, right? Obviously, last year with COVID yeah. was a little bit yeah. uh, tough for all the companies, but that's always a good week if someone's really been saving up and they're looking to buy something. Boom, you know, usually around Black Friday, man. I try to do a good Black Friday so every year. I think I probably lose money on Black Fridays, <laughs> but. But I get a lot more kids out there, and a lot more people are happy, and I'm pretty stoked just to have more people part of the old Devious Army, you know? So, Yeah, you got the Gobi Devious, hashtag uh, Devious Army, and then, of course, just Devious Customs. You can tap on those hashtags uh, to follow. I loved seeing you. I think when we recorded for Lincoln Attic that time, you were just getting ready to go hang with your boy Finnegan. You guys were going to do Roadkill, and uh, I know you probably had a good time doing that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Me and Mike been friends for a lot of years, too, so... Anytime you get to hang out with him, that's a good time. Uh, actually, he just called me last week. He wants to do some more stuff. So cool. Hopefully, hopefully we get to go hang out in Georgia. Hopefully, not in the summertime. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Because I mean, it's it's crazy. But one thing I learned a long time ago is, you know, I when I see my friends that are successful, they work hard. You know, a lot of people don't see the behind the scenes stuff. You know, I, I like to tip my cap to you, man, because like I said, you're you know you're a hustler. You build cool stuff. You know, you you stand by your word. You always do the right thing. And I can't wait to come out. I know you've invited me out a couple times. I'm going to make it out there. I'll, I'll, I can't I'll, wait. I'll, I'll be the barbecue guy if I have to, man. I'll flip the burgers, man, just to pay my dues. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, yeah, you, you said, like I told you before, you're always welcome. I got a bed for you. Uh, we never have a good time, so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's good stuff, man. Uh. Well, well, listen, rest in peace, Courtney Hallowell. Check that hashtag, RIP yep. Courtney Hallowell. I know he's one of your brothers, you know, NC. But uh, yep. much love, as I've always said, to the whole Negative Camber Club. We've got some cool people on this episode, and uh, awesome. there's a lot more ones out there holding it down worldwide. So, Jeff, on behalf of us here at the podcast, thank you for your time, brother. Yep, thank you. I appreciate you, and I'm uh, proud to be Negative Camber. And see, baby, for life, right? Yes, sir. All right, we on to the next one, y'all. All right, have a good one.
right there you have it Jeff Davey thanks again so much for the time big homie rest in peace Courtney Hallowell love hearing those stories and a little bit of tidbits of the road trips and things like that and uh, Jeff's got an awesome operation going on over there so if you're ever in the Riverside go down look up Devious and uh, I always joke about uh, I always laugh about how he mentions the street name and uh, you know that's Devious Customs down there and I like the little made me made me laugh talking about Courtney and and you know street names uh, that was just that was awesome but uh, just a few more things. Uh, this is quick, and then we'll get to Mike Peters, and we'll finish this episode up. But the podcast updates, I uh, wanted to thank Craig Braid. Uh, he's a great listener, Pacific Northwest, but it looks like his wife also left a review. And she said, just want to say a big thank you for what you guys are doing, keeping it alive and connecting all the homies. Always enjoy hearing about them. Uh, and going to the shows, which my which her husband Craig does, so that's awesome. You know, not only does Craig go east to west, north to south, repping, sitting pretty. Uh, his wife's also, you know, a big supporter, and uh, you know that's all often a key piece that's not talked about enough. How our significant others support what we do so much that they allow us to go to these shows, travel, spend the money. You know, I'm back here recording oftentimes when. The family's like, hey, we're going to go do something tonight. You want to go? I'm like, duty calls, man. Now, granted, family is first. So, right, I, I do schedule the stuff. So they, they kind of know what the routine is. But you don't, you know what I'm saying. Uh, in addition to that, we are expecting some cool stuff in the month of our, uh, August related to the merchandise that we do. Uh, if you want to get out there right now, as I mentioned earlier, ourlifestylepodcast.com. We've got Back to the Future, one of the coolest uh, related themed uh, v- uh, shirts, merchandise that I, uh, you know, I truly believe that uh, I've ever seen, which is what Graphic Disorder did for us. Uh, you can get out there, you can buy that. There's plenty of stuff. We did a green uh, shirt that ties into one of our latest mottos: "Mini trucking isn't everything; it's the only thing." And that's a little spinoff, of course, Vince Lombardi, the Great. But there's a lot of cool stuff. There's sticker packs out there. Uh, stuff that ties in, um, you know, to everything that we do, but it's our lifestylepodcast.com. Now the key podcast updates is brought to you by our buddy Joey over at Get Decked. We talked about his show earlier uh, that he, that's coming up real soon, but Joey at Get Decked, if you're a show promoter or you're an enthusiast and you've got a photo or you've got artwork that you want to put on a skate deck to hang in the man cave, the woe man cave. You can reach out to Joey at Get Decked. It's just Get Decked, just how it sounds. You can search Instagram or Facebook and send him a DM. Uh, a lot of show promoters have gotten behind selling the artwork uh, for their said show, but also doing some of the awards, some of the best ofs. You name it, Joey can handle it. Joey at Get Decked. So I uh, want to thank Mike Peters. Uh, this is the audio we're going to roll into now, the big homie NC of course, he came on before we did the episode Triple OG, Mike Peters, and that was back from September. Uh, Josh Ellis, big ups to the homie. You know, he connects us with uh, different folks, and, and you know, will help just like Ruben does, and, and pull some strings here and there, and go, yo, you know, they're working on this such episode. Can you help us? Can you jump on? And you know, Mike is always uh, willing to do that. And as we roll in, I would remind you if you want to support the real deal. You can buy a magazine for many truckers by many truckers 
That's called All Time Low Magazine. Visit atlmagazine.com. You can order individual issues. However, we always say they do sell out. So it's best if you can purchase a subscription. You get six issues per year. That's bi-monthly, y'all. atlmagazine.com. And I get a chance to write ODB Live and Uncut where I get to interview someone and we're always switching it up. We've had a couple of females recently. Check it out, atlmagazine.com. Here you go, Mr. Mike Peters, the OG from NC, talking about his homie, Courtney Hollowell. Yo, yo, as I mentioned, we got the big homie, as we said last year in September, the triple OG, Mike Peters. How you doing, my friend? What's happening? Man, not much, dude. NC's in the house. And, you know, we have talked to a couple folks on this episode, some good people, people you know, including Mrs. Hollowell. We're paying homage to the great Courtney Hollowell, beloved in the scene. But it's hard to believe, my friend, my brother, that it's been 10 years. Yeah. For sure. It's hard to believe, but, you know, he lives every day. And that's what Mrs. Hollowell and I and and David Magotti were talking about, how, you know, even in that short time frame, you know, young 40s, he was able to do so much. He brought people together. And um, I think that's the big thing, man. When When I would see him at a show, even though I wasn't around him a lot, when you think about, um, you know, what he would do to bring people together, but th- when I think back to like NC, you guys are getting ready to celebrate 30th anniversary. Man, he he did a damn good job bringing you guys together. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll never forget the day that uh, I went to his house and we were hanging out in the garage. And, uh, you know, he was running a club called Class Act, and I had my own club and. I remember him just pitching the idea, and he was just like, man, I have the coolest name for a truck club. And I was all, what's that? And he's all, negative camber. And I was all, ooh, that sounds <laughs> really good. You yeah. know, and we struggled a lot with, like, logos and stuff like that. But it it's it's been amazing, and it's just an absolute amazing family that uh, every single member has built in NC. And it seems like that, you know, when I think about all the members worldwide, you know, there's that pride that comes with the jackets, the shirts, the hats. But, you know, even over the years, there's been s- some guys like a Lori Starling, like a Courtney Hollowell and others that have passed on. And um, I think when when you guys all get together and, and I've seen some of the, the, the club photos and the gatherings and stuff, you know, you, you guys really stick together, and, um, you know, I've always appreciated that about you guys. What are you most excited about now that we're getting ready to move into you guys' uh, 30th anniversary next year? Um, you know, the thing that just excites me is just to see the love and the love and the appreciation for the club and and what it means to everybody and, you know, Courtney was one of those people, man, like everywhere he went, he was just, he had that vibe, that aura that, you know, just brought everybody together. And, you know, I just love seeing that continue. Yeah, I can't argue with that. And it's pretty cool that, you know, there's the Courtney Hallowell, that foundation that Maggie had talked about earlier in the podcast. And then, you you know, you also have the Lifetime Achievement Award through the Mini Truck Hall of Fame. I often 
you know, will think, you know, what would Courtney do in a situation where maybe he was trying to squash a beef or he was trying to, you know, bring people together. What I always see and admire about him in a lot of photos is that he seemed like he always joked around. He was always smiling. That that just seemed like a trait of his, of Tito's. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, that was part of his aura. And the guy just was unbelievable at handling situations and very level-headed and uh, just always the voice of reason, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and there's there's people like, you know, I always think about like when Tupac died, he was just turned 25, and you, of course you got Courtney that was in his, his young 40s, as Mrs. Hollowell said earlier, and it's crazy to me, not, you know, crazy in a bad way, but in a good way that is like that so much can be accomplished in someone's life in just a short time span. And I sometimes think to myself, like, you know, where would Courtney be today? But he sure did have a love for anything with wheels, man. <laughs> yeah, anything. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, that that's the thing, you know, like, I want this club to survive. And, you know, because of him and, and Lori and Vaughn and, you know, all the fallen people that love the Oval and cared about the Oval, I mean, that's why I want it to continue. I want younger generations to be into it and and move through it and enjoy it like we have through all the years. Yeah, I concur. And when you see the resurgence of where things are going, I mean, it gives me a lot of hope that, you know, the minis are on the rise. But, you know, the scene, most importantly, you know, we talk about, I try to reinforce, do things for the greater good of the scene. And I think with some of the, you know, with our homie Greg Miller passing and, and some of these tragedies that, Hopefully it'll help, you know, even myself, like see the light at the end of the tunnel and say, hey, look, let's do things uh, for the good of the scene. And, um, you know, when I think of uh, something recently, I think that came up in discussion, I saw a couple comments about it. Would you mind shedding light on, someone told me I should ask you about the NC logo, right? There's the circle around it. And I always remember right. in my younger years, you know, there was an N and a C, and a lot of the trucks had that. But that NC with the the circle around it just seems like so simplistic, but like it means so much to you guys. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely it's 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 simple, and the story behind it is uh, we were at Spring Splash, and you know, we had about thirty people in our camp. And we just got away from the back window, the big, huge back window logos. Like, we just didn't want that. You know, we wanted just real simple, plain, clean. Like, Courtney was all about that. Jindra was all about that. Sal was all about that. I was all about that. So we just, we all discussed it, and we wanted plain and simple. We went through a few uh, renditions of the logo, like the word spelled out and the N and the art you know, cambered out and it was just like, Ooh, this is really, really bad. Like we can't roll that. <laughs> and then we were at spring splash and we, Courtney's like, we got to get something so that everybody knows, you know, these are our dudes. So we walked up to the sticker cart and Courtney was like, well, let's just get an oval with the N and the C in it. And, you know, here we are 30 years later and it means so much to so many people. And, I'm just so proud of each and every member that, you know, loves and respects and lives the Oval. Oh, yeah. And, you know, something that 
we always try to give you know much props to all the NC Worldwide members because they show a lot of love, and we try to reciprocate. But I think like when you look at people like Justin Wyatt, you know he's he's out there. They're throwing their show. Him and his partners. Uh, killer you know, show. Yeah, killer show. They East Tennessee Showdown. You know they had that kind of Christmas gathering in that region. You know last year. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. cool to see because even though it was born out the West, man. Uh, it, it, it's manifested worldwide, and um, you know that's just a great feeling, I'm sure, for all you guys, and and, and even Courtney's family, and and what he was able to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely, and that's you know a lot of my drive is you know I want to keep you know the that his memory alive by keeping NC going, you know, and you know keep it respectable and. You know, just keep the standards where we all discussed it. And, you know, realistically, it was his standards, you know, and we all fed off of his standards and we all fed off of each other. And, you know, it it's hard sometimes when clubs get really big dealing with everybody. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're all in it for the same thing. And we just got to, you know, come through and make sure that we work through problems and not hold grudges and you know, just respect and love the Oval. Hey, couldn't have said it better. Now, this is kind of a loaded question, but when you think about Courtney and maybe a funny story, maybe you've shared it in the past, you know, maybe it's one that we talked about when we had John last September, but, you know, what's one of the memories that comes to mind when you think of Courtney as we're, you know, uh, talking about Courtney Hollowell and his passing, you know, 10 years ago? A funny story, man. There's quite a few stories <laughs> that I probably that's what Jeff talk said. About. Jeff's like, "Damn it, man! There's too many." <laughs> any any road trip uh, stories? <laughs> oh, we have lots of road trips. Uh, he was just, you know, I mean, the story with him, I would say, is just any time with him was just an absolute enjoyment. We all laughed till our bellies hurt. <laughs> You know, I remember going to the beach one time and uh, I was tripping acid and (laughs) the guy was just, he was standing on a rock talking and he turned into this Indian chief and that really explains who he was. He was, he was a chief. Yeah, he was, man. He brought people together. I forget if it was that slam fast or a show I was at and he would kind of be like, all right, everyone gather around and they were just like, boom, you know, and he... He reminded me of, um, you know, in the in the past, you know, many years ago, you know, you hear these different like Winston Churchill and, and these guys that could step up on a box and just, you know, start oh, speaking yeah. to the, the kinfolk and say, hey, this is what we got to do. This is the news, you know, whatever was being shared. And, and Courtney had that um, way with people. Yeah, undoubtedly. And, you know, that's probably, you know, in some aspects what we lack in the scene these days, like. You know, he just was full of charisma and he could talk to anybody and, you know, his, his just train of thought was just something that's probably died with him. You know, I don't think it's ever going to be remade. Oh yeah. And, you know, speaking about Courtney Hallowell, as I had mentioned at the top, you know, he was born in August of 68. He unfortunately passed July 21st of 2011. There's so many negative camber worldwide members. And when we had John before, you kind of had talked about the infancy of the club. And, um, you know, when you think about RA, they celebrated their 30th this year. We got ST, the club I'm in, and then NC. Uh, it's pretty cool that these three big clubs within like a year time frame or so 
started and we're still around, dude. I mean, you talk about putting the flag in the ground. That, that's a good accomplishment, I think, for all three. Absolutely. You know, it just amazes me that, you know, <clears throat> I never thought when uh, when I first met Courtney, it was I was a skateboarder kid and I was skateboarding in Santee there. And I went into 7-Eleven to get some candy and a drink and I came out and his truck was at the gas pump with the dump bed up and it was a real simple Mazda with the camper shell had some Tom Taylor graphics on it, you know, candy graphics, super simple. That instant changed my life forever. Boom, right there. Yeah, and, you know, what was ironic is we, a lot of us know that moment, and this week I was, I went up to the local, where the grocery store used to be, and I was standing in the parking lot where I bought, from my memory, my first mini truck and magazine, but also the one truck that was around here right where the kid used to park. I mean, I can remember that. And to me, I think it's, I think it's awesome that we, you know, you know, Mike and, and we had these memories because really they're etched in our mind and, and I don't know what it is, man. I mean, all of us collectively in the OGs from the eighties, late, late seventies and the eighties, like, you know, we were able to make sure that mini trucking wasn't just a fad, you know, that it was here to stay. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's it's very humbling to to be a part of it these years later and, you know, to see the excitement and new people coming into it and see the excitement of people wanting to get into it. And it it's just amazing to me. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I, I've also appreciated, as I know you have, you know, some of the members and the guys that maybe – over the years, they had to, you know, they had to take a break because their families and stuff. I know there's the one homie in NC that's got the Tahoe that he brought to Slamfest. I remember it was like 20-some-odd years ago, and then he brought it back this past year, you know. And there's guys that are kind of getting back into it. And in his case, he still had his stuff all those years, which was pretty cool. But, I mean, still proud NC members and guys that are just, you know, ready to get back in. Like, nothing changed, and I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's 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 that way with young and old, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like Chris, Chris Schmidt out on the East coast here, you know, he just, he bought another mini truck and you know, he's just pumped, you know, to spend time with his kid and his kids getting into it and his kids pumped on it. And it's those moments that, you know, are really defining in life that it's humbling to me that NC is a part of that. Real deal, man. I couldn't have said it better, but you know, we've encouraged everyone to tap on the hashtag RIP Courtney Hollowell on Instagram. You can follow that hashtag. We'll be posting as much as we can over the next day or next few days. You know, it's tough when you're trying to celebrate, um, you know, an anniversary like this because it's one that we don't want to have to celebrate. But I think I've learned from one of my good friends, Noldy, over the years that it's like in passing, it's better in my mind to celebrate the person's life than maybe their death. You know what I mean? So in this case, you know, we want to celebrate and, and pay homage to Courtney the Great, uh, the, the OG, and um, someone that just, you know, you, you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone more respected in the truck scene. Yeah, absolutely. Rest in peace, my brother. Mike Peters, thank you so much for taking the time, my brother. Keep doing what you do down there in Georgia. Let's sync up soon. I'd love to hear, you know, what you got working down there in the shop, man, and, and try to stay <laughs> cool, man. I know it's hot, ain't it? <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we understand some of it's top secret, you know, with the Shulman stuff. He's been leaking some stuff out, which has been cool. But, 
yeah, dude, you guys are invited on any time. We're going to try to link up. I'll give the listeners a little heads up, you know, pin. And then near future, we're going to have Rob Rodell uh, talking about Low Migo. His was on the cover in July back in the late 90s. Courtney shot it, as you know. But, dude, yeah. there's just so many stories out there, and we just want to bring them all to light, homie. Yeah, I think it's crazy that just about everybody you're going to talk to in the scene probably has a story about Courtney. Oh, yeah. And uh, Mike, Mike Peters, too, man. I talked to some good people, and they're like, yo, that's my homie. I'm like, I know, man. So, <laughs> you know, you get – I'm telling you, man, people fist bump me all the time, and they say, dude, Mike Peters, that was a cool episode. But we do it for guys like you, man, as well, because you've been holding it down a lot of years, and, and, and I've heard the stories you'd be giving – your shirt off your back to help someone and i love hearing those stories my brother i try yes sir try my best well listen have a good weekend r.i.p courtney and thanks so much for coming on my brother all right man you too there you have it folks kind of a long episode i would say if you're new to this podcast this platform please follow and or subscribe depending on the type of app you're using it's follow or subscribe it's that easy we love doing what we do. We're getting ready to uh, come in on our milestone episode 250. Man, we've got one jam-packed next week. The homie Rob Rodell from NC, Texas. He talks about the origins, day one of Lomigo. Courtney shooting it for the cover of Mini Trucker Magazine. That was July of 98. So we're trying to get this episode in just before July is over to kind of pay homage to him. But also with the whole Rest in Peace Courtney you know, 10 years ago, we lost him, but there's so many memories or so many stories and Rob shares so much. Uh, he of course was also in the first street trucks magazine. There's a cool tie in there, but you got to tune in next week. We'll show some more love to NC. And, uh, we've got a couple more episodes after that that are just going to be jam jamming. So, uh, much love to everybody, uh, to Courtney's friends, family, colleagues, uh, club mates, you name it. Uh, you know, rest in peace to uh, a true legend. Uh, the saying legends never fade is, is definitely 100% with the homie, Courtney Hallowell. I would also um, thank Mrs. Hallowell for coming on, David Magotti, Jeff Davey, Mike Peters. Certainly appreciate uh, you guys taking the time to show some love to Courtney Hallowell. Check that hashtag RIP Courtney Hallowell. Rest in peace. Be safe. Have a great weekend, y'all. We got you.